0: Uh, last week, Randy, we ended our series on uh, the attachment disorders with Jim Farman I've been getting a lot of <clears throat> feedback from the men in group that's been uh, uh, listening to that, and, I, and just a word of caution, for those men listening to that, you are allowed to make self-diagnosis uh, for yourself, but please do not diagnose your wife, uh, have her listen with you, and Make her own diagnosis. (laughs) That that, that will promote several positive things in your household. That's that's right. Just good, uh, good recovery policy. Don't try to take
1: her inventory. Take your own. Well, it's interesting that you mention that, Mark, because I got an email the other day uh, from one of our listeners asking uh, if uh, that series is available yet on CD. We appreciate that because Mm -hmm. that is the plan. It's going to be available both as an MP3 product that you can download uh, and as a hard copy CD that you can order. And uh, we're probably two weeks away from having that ready.
0: Yeah, okay. Well, we're going to do a show today that it's kind of based on uh, uh, a discussion lengthy discussion that we had uh, yesterday in our Wednesday afternoon men's group, which I think really took half the time because it was so productive and powerful, Um, and uh, I'm thinking that occasionally it's not bad to do some shows based on the most frequently discussed topics here at Faithful and True, and that's kind of what this is. Uh, What we're going to be talking about uh, is uh, a form of meditation that we teach here called the Lexio divina, uh, and it's actually spelled like some of this um, <clears throat> uh, Latin stuff: uh, l e c t i o, and then divina is d i v i n a. The literal meaning of it is: uh, lexio is to read, and then uh, divina is God. So it's uh, divine reading is what it actually means in Latin, and. Uh, there are four parts to it, which we're going to go over here today. And uh, we have direct testimony from a lot of the men in group um,
1: yesterday that it has really transformed their recovery. So, And at the same time, we would be remiss, Mark, if we did not... Uh... Uh, issue a shout-out to our good friend Jay Dennis uh, yeah. down in uh, Lakeland, Florida, who yeah. uh, has been a guest in person on this show, uh, dating back a couple of years now, right. but he's just one of my favorite people, That uh, one mm-hmm. of the favorite guests that we have had, and uh, mm-hmm. he introduced at least... For my experience, that was the first time I was uh, introduced to that, yeah. uh, was through Jay, because he has very actively promoted that with the men who participate in his Million Men Porn-Free program. Uh, cam- campaign down yeah. there. I don't know what the status of
0: that is at the moment, but yeah, you're right. Uh, that's uh, one of our first examples of uh, how powerful it would be. Uh, Jay, who's just a, a great guy. He's actually very likable as a Southern Baptist pastor. Which
1: <laughs> don't <laughs> act so
0: surprised. I'm not going to <laughs> make any further comment than that. Uh, he's certainly not pompous. He's certainly not arrogant. He's a very uh, humble man, and yet with all of that, he's got the energy—at least historically—that uh, created a very, very large church down in the Orlando area called the Church on the Mall, which basically means they bought bankrupt mall and turned the mall into their yeah, church. transformed it into their church, right. I think they at one point had 20,000 members. Uh, so Jay uh, was always interested in the work we were doing, and even though he doesn't struggle with addiction himself, he did come up to the workshop and observe, and he heard my Friday night lecture about neurochemistry and transforming the brain and, and so forth. And one of the things I teach in terms of... Um, transformation of the brain and also one of the main things we can do uh, for the mental health issue of anxiety uh, is to meditate. And so I was describing Lexio Divina uh, to the men and Jay picked it up and he took it home and uh, immediately launched into it for 30 days. He made a commitment to do it initially at least for 30 days. And he said after 30 days only, he found that it, it was transforming his preaching and uh, a lot of the ways he went about his daily uh, prayers and meditations, and that um, it, it was just changing his life. So, so then, as you said, he developed this campaign, a million men porn-free. Uh, you know, Southern Baptist things seem to think large in terms of campaigns like that. And uh, <clears throat> at least the last time I personally talked to him about this, he had uh, managed to sign up. Uh, 1,700 men, all of whom had agreed to, for 30 days, uh, do the Lexio Divina. And like a good Southern Baptist would think, uh, uh, Jay came up with a set of 30 daily scripture cards for them to use for that, and he, he put them in a little uh, three-ring, no, a one-ring binder thing and uh, passed it out. So in the meantime, uh, we've had some men that here have, have made commitments to it. And uh, I think I'll, I'll save it to the end of the show to give, us, to give uh, all of you the example from yesterday of one of our men. But uh, the way this issue came up yesterday in our group was one of the guys just had his, um, his issue for the day, you know, managing his anxiety. Uh, he had been to some doctor who had diagnosed him with a chronic anxiety problem, and he was saying that <clears throat> this guy, if you met him, you know, you would think he's, you know, a totally calm, uh, kind of flat, emotionally guy, which is part of our challenge to get him more in touch with his emotions. But <clears throat> the doctor, who I think was some kind of psychiatrist, said, basically, I think you've been struggling with anxiety so long, you've kind of interpreted that a low level of anxiety is your normal state of being. And we... <clears throat> we questioned him, and it turns out that, you know, he never goes to, on a scale of 0 to 10, uh, 10 being a panic attack, uh, 0 being asleep, he never went to 7, 8, or 9, or 10, uh, where he, you know, hyperventilates and, you know, needs to go to the ER, perhaps, or at that point take a medication, like lorazepam or Xanax or something. So, in other words, uh, just on a daily basis, he revs at uh, a 4, a 5, or a 6, and uh, it's just kind of chronically with him, so that was his input and uh I just reverted back to whether or not he was meditating. Well, it turns out like so many of the men uh in our <clears throat> center here he was doing uh you know daily Bible study and prayer, but the Bible study was usually you know reading some kind of devotional and uh uh you know basing his Bible study on that, and then going over the verses that the uh, Bible study had uh, recommended. But when you think of the term Bible study, it's like, it's like you're studying it. Uh, I know I can get um, in the danger of studying it kind of academically, like what does the Hebrew really say, what does the Greek really say. You know, that's Bible study. Uh, but this is more than that. So um, I think we'll just start going over it here. Uh, if you're ready, or we're not ready for break yet, I don't think.
1: No, but, uh, but why don't you, you know, start uh, us out by um, describing what it's all about.
0: Yeah. Well, first of all, this is uh, historically uh, one of the oldest forms of Christian meditation that we know. It goes back to uh, St. Benedict, who, of course, established the uh, Benedictine order, a uh, very contemplative order and a very service-oriented order. And to this day, you know, we have just an absolutely great uh, set of schools here in Minnesota. Uh, St. Ben's, which is a women's college historically, and St. John's, who are run by uh, Benedictine monks and Benedictine nuns. And, uh, and I've always experienced those people uh, when I've been up there, which I've been up there quite a bit. Uh, it's just very calm, relaxed. They have a serving heart. Uh, they're just wonderful, wonderful men, and uh, I know that this Lexio Divina is part of their daily practice. So, uh, because it is, in fact, Benedictine. So, if we Protestants can, you know, accept the fact that uh, for the first fifteen hundred years of the existence of the Christian Church, the Catholics were the one guarding it, uh, I think we can accept some of these, these, you know, really productive <clears throat> Catholic traditions. So, now because it goes back that far. Uh, the The church was still conducting mass and speaking a lot in Latin, um, which is part of the problem. I mean, the scriptures and everything else were not available to the people. You know that that was left to to Luther to take care of to translate the Bible, in his case into German. but so all of the uh, the terms of the four parts of this, you know are in Latin, and maybe it's just the academic part that wants uh, me to give those to you. But let's just start with the, the four parts of it. As a uh, kind of a prerequisite for this, I think uh, your number one job is to establish a place in your home where you will not be disturbed. Uh, Debbie, because of some books she read, calls it a place of your own or your poyo for for short. This one guy whose example I'm going to give later he had seen the movie The War Room. And, That's what uh, it made me think of yeah, just now. Yeah. And he actually has... Uh, enough of a walk-in closet uh, that that's where he goes. And sure. uh, he's able to put up some scripture verses there uh, that have been meaningful to him, just like in the movie. And uh, uh, if the door is closed to that closet, the whole family knows you know, he's not to be disturbed. And also, uh, he and his wife occasionally go in there, and that's where they do their prayer and uh, Bible study also. So that, I can't emphasize enough how important it is, you know, to have this uh, place of your own.
1: It helps you close out the outside world, keeps you free from distraction, which really just enhances your ability to concentrate and meditate.
0: That's right. And even if you have uh, uh, kind of a small house and, you know, you don't have walk-in closets, uh, uh, I would establish a corner, a uh, chair uh, that you're sitting in. And uh, there again, if you're sitting in your chair... The, everyone knows not to disturb you when you're sitting in that chair unless you invite them to so uh, so in other words establish that and then there are four parts to this <clears throat> and let's just go over the first one uh, before we take our break uh, and that is called the lectio and that means read so uh, it's not a whole passage Christians tend to you know sometimes want to walk their way through the Bible you know and they read whole chapters or you know that kind of thing, but no, this is just picking out a verse, and uh, maybe just flipping through the Bible and picking out something you like. It may be, you know, getting some kind of a Bible study guide where they give you a verse a day or something like that. But the the key point of this is you only take one verse, uh, because there again you're not there to study it, parse it, you know, break it down. You're there to read it. So, <clears throat> what the lexio says is, read it. To yourself the first time, then read it out loud three times. And basically uh, what um, they believe happens is that when you read it out loud, uh, it more cements in your mind uh, for you to engage in the, the next three parts of this. So anyway, that's what you do. You know, like that's what Jay provided for his men, you know, 30 days of one verse uh, readings. And, uh, but I can't emphasize enough the part about reading it out loud, okay? Mm-hmm. That's the first part. Do you want to stop there?
1: Well, the... that is a good part because yeah. it's kind of let, let's leave the listeners to contemplate that for a moment because uh, we take so many things for granted, but to read this verse silently to yourself and then to proceed to read it out loud three times, mm-hmm. um, I can see the power of that. You use the word cementing. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a great term because mm-hmm. uh, you're... You're like etching your own stone with this verse in your mind. Contemplate on that, if you will, while we take our break. You're listening to Dr. Mark Laser, and this is the Men of Valor program.
0: When life leaves you high and dry, I'll be at your door tonight. If you need help, if you need help, I'll shut down the city lights. I'll cheat, I'll beg and bribe to make you well, to make you well. When enemies are at your door, I'll carry you away from more. If you need help, if you need help. Your hope dangling by a string, I'll share in your suffering to make you well.
1: To make you Do you struggle with the use of pornography? Faithful and True is a Christian-based counseling center specializing in the treatment of sexual addiction and compulsive behavior issues. Our well-trained staff has the highest levels of clinical expertise combined with personal experience to understand and effectively treat your sexual addiction. We have a proven track record for helping men who are seeking a transformation in their lives. Our Men of Valor three-day intensive workshops, led by Dr. Mark Laser and Dr. Greg Miller, are the most effective and affordable treatment program in the country. Our workshop alumni rate our workshops as life-changing. We also offer workshops for spouses and couples. If you're ready to make a change in your life and are seeking a treatment program provided by the top Christian experts in the sexual addiction field, visit us today at faithfulandtrue.com to learn more. That's faithfulandtrue.com. When you fall like a statue, I'm going to be there to catch you, put you on your feet, you on your feet. And if your well is empty, not a thing will prevent me. Tell me what you need. What do you need? I surrender honestly. You've always done the same for me. So I will do it for you. For you. Maybe I'm not moving on. Time now for the trigger of the week. Trigger of the week.
0: Uh, we've been talking about something that seems to be prevalent in modern culture in terms of fashion. You know, historically, we've uh, pretty much the whole staff has watched uh, the program, The Voice, and they have celebrity judges on there. Uh, one of the celebrity judge uh, judges this uh, current this season. Current season is uh, Alicia Keys. Uh, Alicia Keys, very attractive woman. Normally. Uh, rather modestly dressed but i noticed uh, this past week for you know the part of the competition that they're in uh she was wearing one of these uh um, low cut low cut things that kind of goes from her neck kind of down to her navel in a v shape and uh i don't know what kind of tape they use or whatever but obviously
1: uh, double-sided tape of some sort <laughs> of some
0: sort i don't think it's any kind of glue but uh so you, know, you don't see it really move so it's really not like Uh, you're going to, you know, catch a peak or something like that or a wardrobe malfunction. But I think it is, obviously, as a trigger, it's pretty provocative. Uh, And then you were saying uh, you were watching the...
1: The uh, American Country Music Awards the other night, and it just seemed that uh, uh, every other um, woman who was, you know, there wearing a gown Mm -hmm. uh, was was very provocative and and revealing.
0: Yeah, right. I seem to remember that a little bit from the Academy Awards, too. So, anyway, you know, even when we're watching the show, I think, you know, the, the voice has uh, traditionally been very family-friendly, and we've suspected that there's some Christian orientation to it, because, you know, some of the contestants have, have sang hymns. In fact, uh, uh, one of the women that seems to be doing very well uh, this week sang How Great Thou Art, so... And she was, like, one of the ones immediately put through to the uh, top, final, 12. top 12. Uh, and so, so you know, it's even, I guess, part of the trigger of the week is that even when we're watching things that we have historically judged as being safe, uh, we can sometimes get to get uh, surprised. All right. Okay. All right. Back to Alexio. Um, so... You've established your space, you have picked out a, a scripture verse, you've read it to yourself, you've read it out loud three times, and then you go to the second step, which is, you know, this is so obvious, it's not even funny in terms of where some of our English words come from, but this is called in Latin, meditatio, and uh, it strangely enough means to, to medit- meditate. meditate. And that's basically just uh, asking yourself the question, what do you think is the, um, the meaning of this verse? For you, uh, you know, what is this verse trying to teach you specifically? So it's meditating on the verse, it's meditating on the truth in the verse, and it uh, is meditating on the thought, what is uh, God trying to teach you in this verse? So uh, that's the second step. And the third is called the, the oratio, uh, which is the root of oration, but uh, basically, Uh, Another translation for it in Latin is to pray. So thirdly, after we've meditated, we pray, and uh, I think the gist of uh, that prayer is to invite God to reveal to us what he would really like us to know.
1: About that particular verse?
0: About that particular verse. Now, you could pray about other things too, but I think you're real specifically uh, praying about what... God wants you to know in this verse. So just ask God to reveal to you what he wants you to know in that verse. And then you get to four. You were using this word earlier, uh, contemplatio or uh, which means to contemplate um, the verse. And uh, there again, it's kind of to open your spirit. uh, When you're contemplating, you're silent. You're not saying anything out loud or anything. uh, And you're just kind of waiting uh, I think to hear from God uh, through the power of the Holy Spirit, through your intuition, uh, what God wants you to know. and it may be about His plan for your life, it may be about how you how He wants you to to treat that day uh, or whatever. So we can't tell you what it's going to be because you know it's between you and God at that point. So those are the four steps and uh, the average guy says that uh, this whole process takes about, uh oh, thirty 30 minutes or so mm-hmm. some guys do it uh, depending on their time in 15 some guys uh do it in 45 or even an hour i guess uh it just depends
1: on your time it seems that there's a specific reason though mark but Regarding each one of these steps, it seems like there's a logical yeah. progression. Progression. You yeah. go from reading it silently to reading it aloud three times to meditating on it, mm-hmm. to praying for God's guidance in mm-hmm. translating it uh, as God wants it, you know, translated to us, yeah. and then because mm-hmm. the, the, the contemplative. Um, level of this, uh, might be totally different from what we were thinking back in the meditative step.
0: Yeah, that's right. And, uh, I would say that, you know, uh, we talk about, uh, spiritual disciplines all the time. This takes discipline, uh, to even engage in this. You know, so many of our men are struggling with ADHD or ADD and, uh, they find that they may need to start this and, uh, find themselves getting really distracted. So, uh, what the testimonies though are is, uh, if you can bring yourself every day to continue to do it, the time you're able to focus on it will increase over time. In fact, that was the example of this guy. He said he started with just two minutes, and then now he's up to 45. So.
1: Well, then that, yeah. that's that's a power, powerful statement all in its own. There. Yeah. Um, do you think that? Um, do you have some helpful advice because we do have so many listeners that struggle with these ADD and ADHD? Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. well, what if, because I can see that being kind of uh, really a distracting and uh, deflating experience if you're finding yourself yeah. being distracted.
0: Well, yeah, it, it is, in fact, just graduate your length of time and uh, just, again, ask God to help you with it. But don't don't uh, beat yourself up if it uh, you find that uh, the first time you get distracted after two minutes, but see if it doesn't lengthen out. Uh, That has been the testimony of so many of the men with ADD. The whole question of this came up because of anxiety, but I do think uh, Lexio has a benefit uh, on your ability to concentrate. I think it also has a benefit uh, in terms of your fantasy life. So uh, the men who are doing this, I think, highly recommend that you do it first thing in the morning, because it does have an ability to... uh,
1: Carry with you throughout the day?
0: Throughout the day. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, I might as well get into the example of this guy. Uh, He has been doing this now for a little over a year, every day for a little over a year now. And uh, he, strangely enough, yesterday uh, was celebrating his one year of uh, sobriety. And so I just asked him uh, what to me was the obvious, and that is, is there a correlation between doing Lexio and your ability to stay sober? And he said, "Oh, definitely for sure, because uh, I don't fantasize as much as I used to do, uh, and he, I still get triggered, but I certainly don't run with it as much uh, because I've been doing Lexio." So uh, the anxiety part, he said, he also had been diagnosed as struggling all his life with uh, kind of middle grade, low grade anxiety, and. Uh, doing the Lexio for a year now uh, has really taken away um, most of his anxiety. It's, he said it's been uh, transformational. So uh, when you think about it that way, uh, lexio Divina is probably one of the most powerful mental health uh, solutions. And, and if you can avoid, uh, avoid pharmacology, uh, you know, drugs, I think that, uh, you know, that's a great thing.
1: Would you recommend... Uh... Hand in hand with the lectio uh, exercise, um, to incorporate, and maybe it just seems natural to me. As as I'm listening to you um, describe this, I found myself doing some like s- slow, purposeful mm-hmm. deep breathing. Right, and it's almost mm-hmm. like they go hand in hand with meditation. Yeah, that's right. You know, and mm-hmm. uh, and I found myself being calmed. Yeah. Not that I was anxious as we were going into the show, yeah. but, you know, there's, <laughs> there's all of the issues that, that uh, are natural to be dealing with with this. Yeah. And the more you've talked about it, the more it kind mm. of like calmed me. And yeah. there, was, mm. there was something very powerful about this combination of the meditation, spiritual meditation, mm. uh, especially on a single verse, uh, together yeah. with some deep breathing. That I would think that you would feel extremely yeah. relaxed when you're done with this exercise.
0: Yeah, and there are a number of breathing strategies, you know, uh, where you count your breaths, you know, breathing out, breathing in, holding it for a length of time. Uh, And you can, uh, there's, uh, we sometimes, in fact, one of the guys brought this up uh, yesterday that they kind of associate breathing exercises with yoga. uh, And certainly yoga does have breathing exercises. And so they get a little afraid that, you know, this is Hinduism or something like that. Uh, I think there are plenty of uh, Christians who have uh, written about uh, breathing, but uh, I don't prescribe any one particular one. I know there's one that I use, uh, like I'm, when I'm having a medical diagnostic procedure. Like Monday, I got to go in for a PET scan, and I can assure you that I'll be in that tube or whatever it is doing one of my breathing exercises. Sure. Uh, so you kind of start out with that, you know, and that does help, uh, like you said, with slowing yourself down.
1: Right. So. Well, we're at that point where we'd like to wrap up uh, this concept for today. Uh, We hope that our listeners have been uh, benefited by the conversation and the explanation, and um, how would you like uh, to leave our listeners today?
0: Well, I think one of the things I'm aware of is that God has provided us with all we need, and uh, he's certainly willing to talk to us uh, in an intuitive, uh, Holy Spirit way, and this is a way to prepare ourselves for that conversation.
1: You have been listening to Dr. Mark Laser. I'm Randy Everett, your co host. And we hope that you have enjoyed today's program. And uh, we have uh, uh, hoped that uh, the introduction of Lexio Divina would be a concept that could be beneficial to you in your life and in your healing journey. We hope that this coming week for you will be a week that's filled with many blessings and with great vision.